Hello, fellow freaks. I'm Zach, your host of The Ox, where I bring you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom, no bullshit, no topic off limits. Without further ado, let's plug in. How to have true freedom of expression. Don't make this mistake. We've all been in situations where we would be better off keeping our opinions to ourselves rather than telling it like it is. Whether it's a friend group, sports team, or a political party, sides form and people become invested in pushing the agenda of their side. People become invested in adopting certain opinions in order to fit in with the groupthink. Sagar and Jetty is a political correspondent. He is the co-host of a show called The Rising with Crystal and Sagar, and he recently appeared on one of my favorite podcasts, The Lex Friedman Show. And on this podcast, Sagar said this about politics and feeling like he doesn't have a place politically and, and the benefits of that. This is what Sagar said on The Lex Friedman Show. I feel more politically homeless right now than I ever have, but I have realized in the last couple of months, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. It's true freedom. I say exactly what I think. I no longer feel as if I have the illusion of a stake within the game. I only look at myself as an outside observer, and I only call it as I see it truly. And Sagar was talking about how he felt like this in the aftermath of the Trump Stop the Steal campaign, where he says it took his shackles off and he thought the Stop the Steal campaign was bullshit and he called it out as bullshit. And where you lie left or right, Trump, Biden, Democrat, Republican, wherever, doesn't matter for the sake of this conversation. This is simply an entry point into why it can be a good thing to be homeless in terms of your opinions, where you don't really fit into any one group or niche or political party, whatever whatever it is. And so being homeless in an opinionated sense can be a huge positive. Because you can say what you think. You aren't, to take the political example, if you are playing the politics game, if you're in the big machine, you are going to feel pressure. You are going to feel like you have to adopt certain opinions and you have to think a certain way, at least on the surface. You have to make people feel like you think a certain way or act a certain way in order to play the game of moving up in that political realm in order to get attention and politics aren't exclusive in that there there are games in every industry like media like podcasting like sports whatever it is there is a there's a great sense in being homeless in your opinions where you don't necessarily fit into anything because you are truly speaking your mind and this is this is how i would put it when you have a set idea or you have a set party that you are affiliated with let's say for argument's sake you are of the snowboard party 
There's the snowboard and the skiing party. If you have an allegiance to the snowboard party, you are going to filter your ideas and opinions through that in order to push the agenda of the snowboard party. You might be less willing to take a step back and say, hey, are we really going in a direction that's for better living? Are we really going in a direction that's for the better of people, better for people? Are we working together? Are we making other people's lives better? Are we doing what's right or are we taking a side of an issue to push forward the snowboard agenda? And then you have the same thing on this the skiing party. You, you know that you are part of a system of thinking in which you lean towards skis and you want the the way in which you are forming opinions, you you want your, you know, maybe your personality or your content, whatever it is that you're creating, you want that to reflect the the group that you fit into. So you're not always forming opinions on your own and taking a step back and viewing it as a third party, like Sagar says. You are first acknowledging what side you lie on, snowboard or skis, And then you may be shifting that opinion and wiggling that opinion into fit a political framing without thinking through it and without thinking about both sides of it and without thinking clearly. And then you express an opinion that is of a certain side. And while there is, there is a, uh, there's a positive side to being, you know, opinion opinionated and homeless where you're not necessarily part of a certain group. There's also a negative side too because groups come with protection. If you're outside the group, you become a bigger target. You're easier to crush by corporations. So it's not just, "Oh, I'm I'm, you know, I'm I'm not fitting into either side and therefore that's better." There there are positive and negative aspects to being part of groupthink and being against groupthink. The important thing is, is that when you are in a group, it's hard to differentiate the framing of the groupthink with thinking freely and thinking on your own. And I feel similar to uh, what what Sagar mentioned in, in podcasting, even though his platform is much bigger than mine, I at least experience this on a smaller level where I feel homeless in terms of podcasting because while I am playing the podcasting game of trying to build up an audience and gain a following and do this for a living, monetize it, I have no stake in any one industry. I talk to music artists, I talk to scientists, I talk to athletes, I talk to designers. I have freedom in what I say and do because I'm not withholden to any one group of people. If music artists don't want to talk to me, I always have other people who want to talk to me. If scientists don't want to talk to me, I always have sci- uh, other people who want to talk to me that aren't scientists. If athletes don't like me, like I'm simply chasing what is exciting to me and interesting to me and trying to form opinions on my own, trying to think freely and take that third-party observer looking at other people's work and also my own work and transform or, or and thinking through that and, and transforming that and translating that through audio with podcasting. So I do feel free in the sense of being free from opinions, free from 
free from the pressures that come with being associated with a certain industry or a certain side or a certain group. On the opposite end of the spectrum, baseball was something where I felt more restricted in my opinions because baseball comes with ego of the players, the ego of myself, the ego of the coaches, ego of the athletic department. I felt like there was a huge separation in baseball between what I thought and what I actually did. For example, there would be a ton of instances where I knew that a coach was telling me something that from my own research and from my own experience, I knew was bullshit. And rather than express that opinion in a respectful way or offer a different opinion, I quickly learned that because of the ego and coaching, a much more smoother and a and a much quicker way to get to what I, what I want and what's going to make me a better player is to nod and smile at what the coach says and then go on and do exactly what I was doing anyway or exactly what I planned to do or exactly what I knew was going to work. Because differing opinions, differing ways of playing were not encouraged in the locker room or in the coaching office or in discussion. It was, you do it this way, if you have a differing opinion, I don't give a shit. You fall in line, you do it. And again, there's a positive and negative to that. The positive is that everyone's on the same page. When you're a coach, you can't always have a tap into every player at all times. There, there's a separation between the individual and the coach because the coach is at an organizational level and the player is at an individual level trying to get better. I do think there is a middle ground and, and there are a lot of ways in which coaches could have done a better job in keeping more of an open mind and wanting to learn. The, the most exciting coaches that I've been around are the ones that want to learn and don't think that they're done getting better at coaching, just like I wasn't done getting better as a player. I, I love to coach. I could go back and forth and talk about theory and talk about mechanics and talk about throwing and hitting and leverage and things like that or just mental games because that coach I, like I wasn't pushed away by it I wasn't I wasn't pressured into thinking a certain way or or having to throw a certain way or run a certain way or whatever there was this level of connection like yes he is my coach and he is ultimately the leader and that is a vertical connection but there's also a lateral connection with the coach willing to drop his coaching ego for a second and say, okay, maybe this player's telling me something that I may not know, or maybe he's found a better way to do it. So I, I would, I would encourage you to keep that in mind, keep that, keep that awareness about you because all of us are playing games, myself included, whether you're in media, whether you're in politics, whether you're in sports, whether you're in finance, whether you are, you know, in food, it doesn't matter. There is a game and there are groups that form, there are cliques, there are ways of thinking. And the most dangerous part of that is when you are being influenced by groupthink and you convince yourself that you are expressing yourself freely to make yourself feel better when in actuality, you're not. That is the most dangerous part. It, it, it is much better to kind of play the game and say the things that, you know, maybe like maybe you're holding back your opinions a little bit because it may not be helpful or advantageous to you to share them as strongly or share them at the time. 
what's even worse though is when you convince yourself that these are your actual opinions where you've just like you're so blinded by the pressure and you're so blinded by the group think and you're so blinded by the game that you convince yourself these are your actual opinions to make yourself feel better and to make yourself operate I have nothing against playing the game. I, I'm playing my own game right now, like I said, but I, I try to be as self-aware as possible when I am withholding my opinion or I'm not saying something as strongly because I'm trying to get somewhere and I, there are advantages to that. So be aware of your blind spots. Be aware of when your freedom of expression is being pressured in some way or influenced in some way and, and never turn off the the questioning, never turn off the introspection, never turn off the desire to be more self-aware. Because you're naive if you think you can chase some sort of power, whether it's political or educational or media, without bowing in some way to groupthink or without, you know, making some sort of sacrifices in the expression of your opinions. That's just, you know, that is an unfortunate part of the game when you have people in power and there are artful ways to do it which I'm still learning there are artful ways to play the game and there are artful ways to remove yourself from the game and I admire Sagar's political homelessness and I, I admire the way that he expresses himself on the hill I've seen clips of him on YouTube he seems very free and I highly recommend checking out the full episode with Sagar and Lex Friedman on the Lex Friedman show and thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If this podcast has helped you in any small way, you can leave us a rating on iTunes. You can hit us with a comment. You can subscribe on Patreon for five bucks a month, extra bonus episodes, early releases, things like that. So thank you again for listening. Hold on to that freedom of expression. Play the game smartly and artfully. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.